0: Episode 31 Taking on a Business Partner The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Welcome to CEO Terrain Maker a practical small business educational podcast designed to increase an owner's executive skills, raise profits and achieve long term sustainability. And now your host, Gene Valdez. This week's episode will focus on the benefits and perils of having a business partner in this context. Partner is not a generic term, but a legal one, as there is ownership of varying percentages amongst the partners. Usually it's two partners. But ownership percentage could be 90-10, 80-20, 50-50. It's whatever the partners decide. The business entity could be a C corporation, an S corporation, or even a general partner. The most common legal entity in America is a sole proprietorship. But you cannot have a partner as a sole proprietor because you can only have one owner. My guest expert this week is Peter Coy who was formerly a co-owner for California Medical Innovations, Inc., which was subsequently sold a few years back for a lot of money. Originally, Peter was the sole owner of California Medical Innovations, but ultimately recruited a 50% partner. During our show, I will pick Peter's brain, if that's possible, on this decision and other insights on partnerships he has learned during his entrepreneurial journey that will serve to educate you listeners. Peter has had a multifaceted career in the last 40 years. He has been involved in politics, consulting, is an inventor, and has formed and owned numerous small businesses. Peter earned his BA degree from University of California at Berkeley, where all the smart people hang out, and an MA degree from the University of Wisconsin with a double major in law and political science. Here he is. Good morning, Peter. Well, Thank you very much.
1: I'm pleased to be on the show with Gene Valdez, my good friend.
0: After reading your bio, I just am... I'm so grateful you even talked to a peon like me. Okay, Peter, let's get to the heart of the matter. What was the best thing about your business partnerships in general? And then the specific one with California Medical Innovations. What was the best situation?
1: I would say the good news is that uh, partnerships can be wonderful and they can be very beneficial to the partners they can be a lot of fun and while many of the comments i'll make uh, today might be interpreted as being negative about partnerships i want to say that i had a lot of fun and achieved a lot of my personal goals through partnerships and in specific I would say I had set out to make some money and I exceeded my expectations during a partnership, several partnerships, and was lucky enough to exit the partnership. And so I was able to realize a dream and live a certain life that i wanted to live as a result of partnerships so the good news is they can be very powerful and fulfilling
0: okay so based on my research though originally california medical innovations you were the sole owner and then you decided after the fact that you were going to bring in a 50 percent partner what was your thinking behind that strategy
1: Well, I built a relationship with a supplier, actually, for many years, got to know uh, someone who was extremely talented. And I often thought he was a diamond in the rough. In other words, he had these amazing talents for chemical compounding and customer relations. But he wasn't taking full advantage of his own talents, I would say. And other, when he was working for other companies, those companies were reaping the rewards of his genius. I was reached out to him when he decided it was time for him to find a new position and was able to recruit him by offering him 50% of my business. A lot of people thought I was... Crazy for doing that, but it turned out to be very advantageous for us both.
0: Well, let me ask a maybe a semi-obvious question, Peter. Did did this partner have skills that you felt you didn't have?
1: Oh, yes, very much. Okay,
0: so you guys would compliment each other.
1: Yes, very much. He was, I called him Merlin. That wasn't his real name, because he could take Merlin dirt. like the magician? Yeah. Because he could, he could take dirt and turn it into gold.
0: <laughs> I think everybody needs one of those.
1: Yeah. Well, if you if you're if you're lucky enough to come by come across your own Merlin, don't does, he a, does he have a
0: have a son,
1: <laughs> Junior Merlin? <laughs> uh, don't hesitate to be generous because fifty percent of a Merlin is worth more than 100% of what you can earn.
0: Ah, got it. I got it.
1: Yeah. It it was a situation where many of my friends thought I was crazy for so richly rewarding. And it made it possible for this partner to join my company and become a full 50% owner of the company over time because we were making so much money and growing the business so fast that I often said there are enough stars in the sky for everybody. And he was going to take me to the stars. And he did so.
0: Is this pre-Elon Musk?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, everybody has their dream. You know, mine was to go to the stars. Elon's was to go to Mars.
0: All right. So uh, this partner had the rocket that can help you get there.
1: He needed what I had and I needed what he had. So it was, that's perfect.
0: Yeah. It was, okay. Yeah. So that's the, that's the good part. Yeah. So obviously all my listeners out there, there may be many of them who have a, what they believe to be a successful partnership and maybe those that don't have a successful partnership. And maybe it's at an extreme level. Maybe it's a toxic Working arrangement. Yeah. What was the biggest failure that you experienced through the years with other business partners,
1: uh-huh.
0: other business partnerships, and maybe California Medical Innovations? I'm sure everything wasn't rosy.
1: Well, uh, I would say that you can't do too much research into who you go into business with or become a partner with. And I think. People often don't think seriously about doing formal background work and then also the work of trying to determine what is it that your partner really wants? What do they really want out of the partnership? And it's a challenge to really delve deeply into these things, but I think it's worth the exercise and often writing a formal business plan is a cumbersome exercise, but important, oddly important. It reveals things about partnerships, I think. I've had three major partners over two of them, two of the three major partners, not in the medical device field, but in political consulting businesses and In renewable energy businesses that I've had, I could have done more research. I could have more formally explored what the exit strategy was. And I didn't do that. So I would say my advice to anybody considering a partnership or a partner in any form would be to do extensive background research, if possible, and think seriously about. How the partnership will end.
0: Would you disclose to your potential partner to be that you're going to do that, or were you, would you do that confidentially?
1: I wouldn't hesitate to disclose it. I would say it's important for both partners or whoever to try to reveal as much strengths and weaknesses, everything they know about themselves to make it a strong partnership, an enduring partnership. And we all know. Just like marriages, 50% of all marriages fail, not because the partner or the the people getting married want it to fail, but it fails nevertheless. In the same way, an awful lot of partnerships don't work out for various reasons. And a lot of that could be avoided, I think, with doing some formal work. By that, I mean formal buy-sell agreements, formal non-disclosure agreements formal business plans, and this is cumbersome and difficult often to go through these exercises, but it tends to reveal things to the partners, which are important.
0: So would you say since we live in the information age now, Peter, that it would be easier to do your due diligence on a particular partner just because of all the access to both personal and business information we have at yeah. our fingertips,
1: Yeah, all these well, search I think, engines? I think that's true, that it, that would help definitely the era. Yeah, because you can't do too much research and it's a challenge. And to try to sort through what you really want to. I always knew I wanted to sell the business. I mean, every partnership I went into, I was, I knew I wanted to exit. It wasn't going to last forever. You know, it was going to have a beginning, a middle and an end. And the end and everything I did from buying real estate to whatever it was, was tailored to get to the exit. And that wasn't always true of my partners. They were, I would say, not as intentional in how they proceeded. And if you can be intentional, you'll have a better chance of success.
0: So what about the, the business owner out there that maybe did some semblance of due diligence now has a partner and saying, oh, my God, this is not working out. This is highly toxic. How do you what are some tips that you would suggest to coexist? What could you do to make it better for them?
1: Yeah, that's a tough situation. There's no question about that. I have been in toxic partner in a political consulting business who turned out to be a psychopath. He was a genius <laughs>
0: political. Animal. And this never came <laughs> up before. right?
1: <laughs> but he was a. He was a full-on psychopath, and believe it or not. And I found out, but he was a dazzling political analyst. I mean, he could tear apart a political situation and analyze motivations and what was going on in a way that was superior. And that was very powerful. We worked for some of the top Democrats in California, including Gray Davis when he was in the Assembly and many others. But... It turned out this fellow would rather steal a nickel than earn a quarter, which I was <laughs> thought well
0: so how did you deal with that? Did you have a man to man talk or yeah, we had to
1: get divorced i mean eventually it fell apart i mean we we got divorced, and okay. i you know I knew it could not I couldn't abide this but On the other hand, I was very intrigued with politics and still am. And he he was a full on genius and it was very rare. He was a rare and exotic bird. Let's put it that way.
0: But he's also
1: a psychopath.
0: So do you believe that if you're the sole owner? Versus you now have a business partner that you have to engage in a higher level of interpersonal skills and communications and just the whole people yeah. issue that you never had to deal with. You're by yourself, because you're the boss, but now it's like, ah, I got to run it by Bob. What is, what if Bob doesn't like my idea? How are we going to, how are we going to vote? Cause we're yeah. 50/50? I want to do this. <laughs> this is my company. Well,
1: yeah. Well, often, you know, a 50 50 partnership can be powerful because it sort of forces both parties, to find the common
0: ground. But well, what did that, you do when you had deadlocks like that? I'm sure you didn't agree on everything. No. But, California Medical.
1: Yeah, we really did have a tremendous amount of simpatico between his compounding skills and my business skills. And For example, he couldn't fire anybody. We had 60 employees at one time. And we're growing at 30 and 40% a year. I mean, we were just roaring. And it was a lot of fun. And when he came to me with an idea about how we could compound a new material, I would say yes. And when somebody needed to be fired for some reason, that occasionally would crop up, as is often the case in any business, he couldn't do it. I had to to sit down with the employee and said, "We've decided to go a new direction."
0: <laughs> okay. So, so I guess you 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 assess the personality of your partner and say, "I'm never going to change this guy or gal's behavior," or maybe with some frequent meetings, maybe we can change. Yeah. And then, if you can't change it, then yeah. I guess you go your separate ways. If you can change it, then. You stay together to continue along the plan of the exit strategy. Then, yeah, for as long I got you. Yeah. Okay. So, unfortunately, Peter, we're running out of time. Mm -hmm. But I would like to uh, ask you one last question. If you could strip it down to nuts and bolts, and you have a owner of a small business out there, give me maybe two or three hard hitting tips. And I know there's many Mm -hmm. that you would recommend that they pursue. In order to make their existing business partnership better, whether it's legal, whether it's communications, whether it's decision making process, whatever.
1: Yeah, I would summarize it in six key areas that should be considered very seriously. And often these are recommendations for when you're going into a partnership. Okay, number one, background research. Number two, which I've already covered. Formal agreements, in other words, the buy, sell, the key ban insurance, those sorts of things, formal agreements, agreement on the exit strategy. In the beginning, the first steps you take and every other step you take will lead you in a certain direction. And thinking seriously about what the exit strategy is, because believe it or not, everything has a beginning, a middle, and an end even me. And I know that it comes as a shock to you, Gene. But, but so that's hard to do, but it's it's important. And then I would lastly say, thinking seriously about how the key decisions will be made. And the Key decisions are things like hiring lawyers, how that's done. Are you going to have an in-house lawyer or a contract? fee-for-service, out a lawyer outside the organization, accounting, purchasing real estate, insurance, these are all things that come up. And to have, as best as you can put it together, a strategy for how, how those would be handled, you'll have a, a greater chance of success.
0: Awesome, Peter. If any of my listeners had uh, any questions and wanted to get more detail, mm-hmm. what's the best way to get a hold of you? My email. Don't tell me the racetrack either, okay? <laughs> my,
1: <laughs> my email is uh, my name, Peter Coy at PeterCoy.com. So it's pretty, if you know my name. Even
0: I could remember that one. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> and I just want to tell you how important Gene Valdez was to my success in business as a you don't, you don't counselor need to and you a banker. And a good friend, he introduced me to boutique business banking. He was the first banker to really get to know my business.
0: So. Is this a paid political announcement?
1: <laughs> Thank you, Gene Valdez.
0: All right, Peter. All right. You've been awesome. That's a wrap. Thank you so much.
1: All right, Gene. Glad to help.
0: All right. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was great stuff that, that Peter gave us I hope all of you listen carefully. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. Make your partnerships better. And like Kobe says, I'm out. This has been CEO Terrainmaker with Gene Valdez. To find out more, like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. If you have questions, email the show. Find that link and others in the show notes. Thanks for listening and join us again next time.